Here we go. It is time for our Big 12 football power rankings with a brand new number one team this week. So you guys know how I do the power rankings. If you don't, here's how this works. By the way, I'm Pete Mundo. Heartland College Sports is, of course, the show, and it is the website as well, covering the Big 12 top to bottom and independent digital media outlets. We've grown to reach millions of Big 12 fans every single month between the web, uh, the video, the podcast, the audio side of things. So thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us uh, grow this sucker each and every day. And boy, can't believe it. Week three of the football season is right around the corner. So how we do our power rankings, how I do my power rankings here at Heartland College Sports is very simple. I don't do it based on what I project the season to look like. I don't do it based on, uh, you know, one performance. I do this by looking at what you've done for me here in the last week and who you've actually played. That has always seemed to me to be the most reasonable way to go about doing this. So let's start with number one, the number one team in our Big 12 football power rankings this week, the Kansas State Wildcats. We've got K-State in that top spot, dominating Mizzou, at home in an old Big 12 North matchup in a game where Deuce Vaughn continues to prove he is the most explosive player in the Big 12. And uh, yes, you want to see more from Adrian Martinez. The offensive line, the defensive lines look solid. The defense in general is just unbelievable what Chris Kleiman's defense is doing for Kansas State. They've got Oklahoma next week, not this week, but next week. That's prime time on Fox. That matchup, the Oklahoma offense against the Kansas State defense, is going to be one of the great early season matchups to watch in the entire Big 12 based on how this K-State defense is playing. I have got to give the nod to Kansas State in that number one spot this week, up from number seven, based on how they played against Mizzou and how this team looks right now. If Adrian Martinez can pick it up even a little bit, Boy, it's going to be impressive. At number two, this may surprise you. In our Big 12 football power rankings, I've got the Texas Longhorns at number two. Yes, a team that lost in the number two spot in our Big 12 football power rankings because when you lose to the number one team in the country in Alabama as a 20-point underdog and you could have won that game and you did it all with your backup quarterback after Quinn Ewers got hurt after a great first quarter, I'm putting you in that top two spot. I don't think I've ever had a losing team in that jump to that number two spot. But these are extenuating circumstances. Texas deserves to be in that number two spot based on how they played last week. And that's why I've got Texas at number two in our Big 12 football power rankings this week. Up from number eight, by the way. At number three, I know some of you are going to say, how is this possible? The fan base of this team is going to say, how is this possible? Texas Tech, they were last last week, and Tech fans were riding me like crazy. Well, guess what? Texas Tech got technically the only top 25 win in the Big 12 this past weekend, beating Houston in overtime. Donovan Smith made up for his mistakes. I still have a lot of questions about the offensive line, but through a couple of weeks, how they looked against Murray State, beating Houston... The way they did, yes, it was uh, a better first half than second half, but they took care of business. They won the game. The defense, actually, if you watch the game, looked pretty darn good for most of that game. 
Uh, I am putting Texas Tech in that number three spot this week. Remember, this is not about what I think is going to happen. This is about what you've actually done. At number four, in our Big 12 football power rankings, I am putting the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oklahoma State took care of another Power 5 program over the weekend in Arizona State. They beat Central Michigan, uh, you know, better than some of the teams, most of the teams that other Big 12 teams played in Week 1. And I'm looking at Oklahoma State and saying, okay, Spencer Sanders continuing to prove that he's more than a game manager. Um, He's got plenty of weapons on that offense. You've got a defensive line that turned that game around with the fumble. Forced fumble in the recovery. That was uh, uh, Brock Martin and then Tyler Lacey recovering that ball. Knew the defensive line was going to be a strength this season. So Oklahoma State is in the number four spot uh, in our Big 12 football power rankings. Some work to do in the secondary, yes, but the defensive line is stout. At uh, number five in our Big 12 football power rankings, I've got the Kansas Jayhawks. After a win on the road, comeback victory. Against who else but the West Virginia Mountaineers in Morgantown, Kansas is 2-0, baby. Holy smokes, what is going on? First time since 2011. I didn't have an iPhone in 2011. Put that into perspective. Last time Kansas was 2-0. My goodness. Actually, I think I got one at the end of 2011, if I'm being fair. So the Kansas Jayhawks are now 2-0. Tennessee Tech winning a Big 12 game on the road. Coming back from double digits down, taking that game in OT, man, you got to hand it to Lance Leipold and what this guy has done uh, at KU through a season and change. And now they go to Houston for a really fun, interesting matchup. Uh, This Kansas team is very easy to root for. I've got them at number five in my Big 12 football power rankings this week. Before we get to six through 10 in our Big 12 football power rankings, Uh, let me tell you, people say, how do we support the show? Just support our great sponsors. All right. That that's it. That's all you got to do. And if you're in Kansas, the wait's over. Sports betting is here and our friends at DraftKings have a great deal for you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and, uh, use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports and bet just $5 on anything. Get $200 in free bets instantly. Through DraftKings, using our promo code HCS. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code HCS. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's code HCS only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. It's an important partner for us, guys. So if you're in Kansas, haven't pulled the trigger yet on a little uh, sports betting, please do consider it using our promo code the only way we ask you to support this show. Gambling problem? Getting helps your best bet? Call 800-522-4700. 21-plus. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Let's continue with our Big 12 football power rankings here this week. At number six, I've got Iowa State's. Matt Campbell finally got over the hump. All right, and he got a win in Cyhawk against Iowa in Iowa City. Now, that game was ugly, though. It's not like Iowa State played lights out. Let's just call it like it is. That was pretty ugly on both sides, but that's how Cyhawk is supposed to be. It's supposed to be an ugly game. 
It's at its best when the game is ugly. And that fumble that led to a 21-play, 99-yard drive, game-winning drive for the Cyclones, was a thing of beauty to watch. Four or five yards here, five, six yards there. Oh, I was like football from uh, 1942 watching that 21-play, 99-yard drive for the Cyclones. That was, boy, that was interesting to watch, fun to watch. So, so Iowa State's at number six this week. At number seven, this may surprise some of you, but I've got the Baylor Bears at number seven in our Big 12 football power rankings. That Provo, Utah is going to be a tough place to play. I talked about it in the reaction show on Sunday. That is going to be a tough place to play. And I don't know if you saw this, but the ratings were huge for that game. They were enormous for that game. It was very impressive to see some of the numbers that came down in that one. Uh, So already out of the gates, uh, you are seeing that Big 12 after dark has some juice to it. Uh, I will pull up those numbers here momentarily for you, so that way you have them as well. Uh, But we wrote about it on the site, and it's one of those things that you sit there and you say, wow, imagine if the Big 12 gets that late night slot on ESPN. Here are the numbers. Let me share these with you before I get to uh, why I've got why I've got them where I do. Uh, ESPN's best late night game since 2016 with 2.4 million viewers. BYU and Baylor. That's a great number. Now you go to Provo, Utah. You play a tough game on the road in that spot. Yes, they lost. Yes, it wasn't always pretty, but. That is one of the toughest games, if not the toughest game outside of Alabama and Texas that anybody in the Big 12 has played this season on the road in Provo, Utah. You lose in overtime, tough one. I'm putting Baylor at number seven. At number eight in our Big 12 football power rankings, I've got the Oklahoma Sooners. Now, remember how I do this. It's not how I think the season's going to play out. It's not my projections of the standings. It's what have you actually done? Oklahoma has not played anybody. Beating Kent State 33-3, to great, you're supposed to do it. Got off to a slow start, so it's like, what do you want me to do with Oklahoma based on who they played thus far, based on what they've actually done in two home games? I don't think Oklahoma's finishing eighth in this league, I promise you. Got them in a Big 12 title game at the end of the season against Baylor. But right now, what they've done, what they've shown, who they played, I can't justify putting Oklahoma above eight in my Big 12 football power rankings right now. At number nine, and let's be honest too, when all is said and done, Oklahoma may have the weakest uh, non-conference schedule in the Big 12 going to Nebraska this weekend. Uh, TCU at number nine. Uh, You know, they've got a really good win against Tarleton, but it's Tarleton, and their win against Colorado is looking less impressive considering Air Force just beat Colorado by 30-some-odd points. <laughs> oh, jeez. So not an ideal situation there. Uh, you know, I, I think TCU should be very happy. He had 15 guys that caught passes in that game on Saturday. So clearly Sonny Dykes thinks he has some depth. But TCU's got the week off. You've got the iron skillet that's coming up uh, next weekend after a bye week this week. That's going to be a very intriguing game, Sonny Dykes facing his former team at SMU, but uh, I've got TCU at number nine right now. And at number 10, I have got the West Virginia Mountaineers, the only 0-2 team in the Big 12, blowing a double-digit lead at home to Kansas. Now, I love where Kansas is trending, but that is a bad, bad loss. Bad loss 
But the West Virginia Mountaineers and Neil Brown clearly is and should be on the hot seat. Let's run it down, those Big 12 football power rankings one more time. 1 through 10, Pete Mundo on Heartland College Sports. K-State at 1, Texas at 2, Texas Tech at 3, Oklahoma State at 4, Kansas at 5, Iowa State at 6, Baylor at 7, Oklahoma 8, TCU 9, and West Virginia at 10. Okay, Facebook Live, yell at me. Yell at me all you want. Now's your chance. Rip my power rankings up and down. Whatever you want to say, let it go. Oh, and if you're on YouTube, hit the like button for me. Subscribe to the channel as well if you could. Uh, We so appreciate that. Let's talk about Neil Brown's hot seat, though, for a little bit. Um, Not exactly a ringing endorsement from West Virginia Athletic Director Shane Lyons. I don't know if you guys saw this on Monday. But Shane Lyons, the AD for the Mountaineers, put out the following statement to the Associated Press. He said, quote, I know and deeply care that our fans are frustrated With the start of the football season, but so are our coaches and student-athletes who have busted their tails getting ready for the year. As athletic director, I am disappointed as the fans. I'm as disappointed as the fans, but I see how much our coaches and players care and want to win and make our fans proud. Everyone involved knows the on-field results have not met expectations, and absolutely no one is satisfied. There are 10 games left in the season, and the focus is still on getting the results that we all expect. That is from Neil, uh, not Neil Brown, Shane Lyons on Neil Brown on the coaching staff at West Virginia. I wouldn't call that a ringing endorsement. I don't know about you, but that's not somebody, as I read it, who's like got a very safe job right now. Neil Brown's name was not mentioned. Shane Lyons could have said, Neil's our guy. We support him. We believe in him. Trust the climb. He's going to rebuild the program, no doubt in our minds, and it's a rough start, but we're in this sucker for the long haul. They didn't do that. Didn't even mention Neil Brown by name. If you're Neil Brown, that's not making you feel too good. It shouldn't make you feel too good, if you're being totally honest, when that's the statement from your athletic director about your job, about your position. Listen, West Virginia fans deserve better. I saw, I got to share this stat with you about West Virginia under Neil Brown. It is just absolutely incredible. I, uh, I didn't realize it was this bad. So what is Neil Brown's signature win? What is it? Neil Brown, in his fourth season now, he has beaten four FBS teams who finished the season with a winning record. Let me repeat that for you. Neil Brown has only beaten four FBS teams who finished the season with a winning record. In 2019, he beat K-State, who went 8-5. and five. In 2020, he beat TCU and Army, who went 6-4 and four and 9-3, and three respectively. And in 2021, he beat Iowa State last season. Iowa State finished 7-6. and six. What is his win? What is the win that Neil Brown says that is the signature win? K-State in his first season, and K-State went 8-5? and five? Army in a bowl game? Hey, I don't think so. Boy, that's not good. That is not good by any stretch of the imagination. If you're Neil Brown, I mean, it's not even like he struggled like this, but he's got some great win or massive win against, uh, you know, Oklahoma or in Stillwater against Oklahoma State when they're ranked in the top 10. I, I don't know. I'm just ripping off ideas here. He hasn't done it. 
you're in your fourth season. You're 0-2. You've lost the backyard brawl, which could have been a signature win. That would have uh, healed a lot. of. If you won that backyard brawl and then lost to Kansas, there would be frustration around Morgantown. But, you know, the backyard brawl for the first time in over a decade gets you plenty of love in Morgantown. You lose that game that way, and then you blow a double-digit lead at home to Kansas. I, that is not a situation that Neil Brown wants to find himself in based on how the last three years have gone, which is mediocrity, 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 and no signature win. It's not even like Matt Campbell, as he was building up Iowa State, got that huge win against Oklahoma. And what oh, what would that have been, 2017? Right, when he got that huge win as a 38-point underdog? Remember that one in Norman? Like that, It's not even like he's got one of those. And then you continue to trust the climb as Neil Brown and the staff would say. That's not happening right now. That doesn't exist. So you look at West Virginia, and you look at Neil Brown and you know what they've got left. Find me a win. Like, find me a win on the West Virginia football schedule. I, I, like, okay, this weekend, but that's it. After that, you say it's anybody's guess what's going to happen at Virginia Tech on a Thursday night. Then... You go back to Big 12 play, and here's the stretch for West Virginia when you get back to Big 12 play in October. Texas on the road, top 25 team. Baylor at home, top 25 team. Going to Lubbock, and then hosting TCU, you get, interestingly, all four Texas schools out of the way in the entire month of October. Then you go into Ames. Then you get Oklahoma at home, K-State at home, Oklahoma State on the road. I mean, this is, Big 12 is brutal. Big 12 is absolutely brutal. So I don't know what the future holds for West Virginia, but I do know this. The coaching carousel starts earlier than ever because of the early signing period. You saw what Nebraska did with Scott Frost. Nebraska just fired Scott Frost and paid him an extra $7.5 million to get rid of him, paid him 15 mil. His buyout would have dropped to 7.5 mil if they waited three weeks till October 1st. They said, we got to make a move. And I understand why. Early signing period, name, image, likeness, these things change quickly. Very, very quickly. So I'm not projecting or predicting that for Neil Brown at West Virginia, but I do know this. If things don't start improving quickly, soon, nothing surprises me anymore in college football. You just don't get the time you used to as a head coach. And you know what? You're in year four. If things aren't looking up in year four, it's fair to say, when are they going to start looking up? Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports, it's great to be with you. I love it. Gene, I'm just rolling through some of the comments on Facebook Live. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, Gene. That's what Gene says. Hey, Gene, I am so happy for you KU fans, KU football fans. Uh, What you guys have been through, the diehards who were in Lawrence on Saturdays watching this football team, you know, not those who just have the football tickets because it helps them get better basketball tickets. I mean those of you who are sitting there on Saturdays in the stands watching this team for the last 10 years or watching them from your couch on Saturdays. I'm so happy for you. This team is so easy to root for. Lance Leipold, Jalen Daniels seem like great guys and uh, really, really happy to see KU football 2-0 and for the first time since 2011. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's uh, whew, two weeks in. And we have so many storylines to get to already. Matt's fired up about his Cyclones. I love it, Matt. You guys finally got that win in Cyhawk. I'm happy for you there. Just uh, obviously cautiously watching Matt Campbell and any interest he may have 
in that uh, school to, I guess, what will be the west of you guys in Nebraska. Just keeping an eye on that. Not going to dive into that on this show. Want to keep this show positive. Keep the show all about what's happening right now on the field, the power rankings, the coaching scenarios in the Big 12 specifically. But just something to keep an eye on. That's all. That's all we're doing here. Pete Mundo, uh, it is so great to be with you guys. Hey, if you're on the podcast, leave that rating, review, subscribe. You get a free Heartland College sports koozie. Let me flash it on YouTube. Hang tight. Here we go. Free Heartland College sports koozie. You're seeing it on YouTube. You're seeing it on Facebook Live. Uh, when you leave a rating and a review on the podcast and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Only thing we ask you is that and supporting our sponsors. In this case, it is DraftKings. Use our promo code HCS and uh, bet $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets. Thank you guys for being a part of the show. So appreciate it. Share it. Pass it on to your friends. We're reaching millions of Big 12 fans every month because of you. All grassroots, baby. No one else but you and us. Appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Check us out at heartlandcollegesports.com. Take care.